Alrighty guys, welcome back to Paul Hitter Podcast, episode 9. Today we're going to be going over the main event league over at the NFBC. I joined my first main event league this year. I'm truly excited. It's been an awesome experience so far. I'm already learning so much in the first couple of weeks that I've been involved with it. And I'm going to be doing a podcast three days a week covering the main event leagues. Um, So I'm going to be doing a show Monday, Thursday, and Saturday. The Monday show is going to be a fab recap. I'll be going over some player movement, who was added, who was dropped. We'll be going over some of the average winning bids for certain players, as well as the average backup bids on those players as well. I'll be going over some of the movement and the overalls and the rankings. I'll be giving three lineup blocks and three risky plays. As a segment, I'll call three up, three down. That pretty much wraps up the Monday show. Thursday show will be lineup suggestions for the Friday through Sunday slates. We'll be attacking some early look at free agency and some early look at two starts for the upcoming week. And the Saturday show will cap off the week with a look at the fab targets for Sunday. And we'll identify some two-star pitchers and talk about if we like them or not. And so that will be the Monday, Thursday, Saturday main event league podcast that I will be doing each week. First, I'll start off by talking about some things to note for the upcoming lineup changes for Friday through Sunday. Driver weekend, Yankees at Mets, White Sox at Cubs. The Marlins are playing the Nationals on a doubleheader on Saturday, so that'll give them both four games in three days for the slate. Colorado is playing at home versus the Dodgers. They'll be facing May, Stripling, and Urias. So we'll be going over some teams that are facing all right-handed pitchers for Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. We'll start with the Yankees. They're facing the Mets. The Yankees versus right-handing pitching is first in the league in Woba, first in WRC+. Mike Ford is not doing great against righties. 44 at-bats. He's coming in with a 250 Woba and 59 WRC+. Next, we'll move to Atlanta. They'll be facing... Three righties, Austin Riley's 234 Woba, 41 WRC Plus might be a guy to sit. Next, we'll move over to the Angels. They're fifth in the league in Woba, Team Woba, and fifth in the league in WRC Plus. However, Justin Upton is just hitting terrible overall. Got a 165 Woba, 0 WRC Plus versus righties, and Pujols, 263 Woba. Might start to sit a little more. And Jelton Simmons coming back. Doesn't look good for Pujols going forward. The Padres face three righties. They are sixth in the league in Team Woba versus right-handed pitching. No notable guys to identify there. Go to Miami. Miami will be facing three right-handers. They're middle of the league in Team Woba. 
The Astros will be facing three righties. One player of note is Altuve. We know he's struggling. He's got a 250 Woba and 59 WRC plus versus righties this year. Some other teams playing three righties is the Rockies, the Nationals, the Royals, and the Brewers. Next, we're going to go right over to teams that are facing at least two left-handed starting pitchers from Friday to Sunday. First, we'll go with the Philadelphia Phillies. They're facing two lefties. The Phillies are fourth in the league in Team Wilbur at 378. Obviously, this is not a guy you're going to sit anyway, but... Just wanted to mention Bryce Harper is absolutely crushing lefties. 616 Woba, 296 WRC plus, and two home runs this year. Best left handed pitcher. Next, we'll go down to the New York Mets. They're facing two lefties. They are ninth in the league in Team Woba, 342. Dom Smith, 468 Woba. Cano, 430 Woba, 178 WRC plus. Conforto's on fire. Saving Met fans. 446 Woba. These are guys you're starting. Next we'll go to the Toronto Blue Jays. 16th in the league. In Team Woba. Last 10 days they are 2nd. In the league in Team Woba. Travis Shaw. Guy of note. 305 Woba. Kind of heating up. I think he's gotten over some per, uh, personal issues. That he was dealing with the last 2 or 3 years. He might be a guy that's finding his footing again. And next we'll go over to the Red Sox. They will be facing two lefties also. Mitch Morland has been crushing lefties. 374 Woba. The Cubbies are playing two lefties. One guy you may want to sit is Victor Caratini. Rolling with a 228 Woba and a 40 WRC plus versus lefties this year. Minnesota is facing two left-handed pitchers this week. We'll go to Texas, facing two left-handed pitchers. Calhoun and Suchu are struggling, mining versus lefties. Gallo's smashing lefties at a 445 Woba in that game-tying homer of Strom last night. And Cleveland Indians are facing two lefties. Then we'll go over to the Mariners. They're also facing two lefties. Evan White struggling mighty. 111 Woba. Minus 35 WRC plus. And there's a quick snapshot of teams that are facing lefties and righties this weekend. Now we're going to hop on to uh, some early speculating on free agent bidding this weekend. So we're going to look at players that are owned in the 0 to 25% range in the NFPC main event. Start off with Brad Miller. He's at 0%. Qualifying for third. He's got two games left to qualify for shortstop. He started both legs of both recent doubleheaders. He played third base in DH and then third base in shortstop and on fire right now. So need a guy maybe he can float around, play two positions. Looks like he's going to gain it soon until Dayan comes back and resumes shortstop. We'll get Austin Adams, 3%. We don't know how far he is to be back with the Mariners and if he will resume closing but you may just want to throw him on your watch list AJ Puck 5% he's going to be going into the bullpen upon the return he still can be useful obviously if healthy but obviously we've seen the second man in and long relievers pick up some wins he may be still an option Miles McCullis 5% still owned why 
Joey Bart, 13%. Luis Garcia, 23%. These are going to be your two biggest pickups in this range of the week and possibly overall. Garcia was picked up in nine leagues last week for a high of 67. He was also picked up for 37, 26, 21, 19, 6, 2, 1, and 1. Crazy thing, it was the only, there was only one backup bid of $1 to the $26 bid. So he's going to be coveted this week. The 25 to 50% range, we have Tommy alone, 26% owned. He does have two starts coming up. Tyler Rogers, 28%. Seven of the last eight games, he has zero earned runs in his appearances. And Trevor Gott stinks. Yasiel Puig, 36%. Still, I don't know why. And then we have the reliever on the Royal Starmont at 33%. Rosenthal's obviously on fire. He's not a probable add, but if you do need some strikeouts, you might be able to get it from him. He's definitely picking up some more strikeouts than a lot of starters right now. The 50 to the 75% range. Mad Bum is still 74% owned. I don't know why that's so high. Sendatella is 67% owned. He's pitching at Colorado next week. Now we'll look at the 75 plus percent range of ownership. This is where I'm noticing that bidding wars are pretty popular in this range. We'll take a look at some of the bidding for players on August 9th. John Birdie with 95% owned and he went for 312. Garrett Hampson was 95% owned, he went for 222. Victor Reyes was 95% owned, he went for 171. And then if we move on to August 16th, Fabron, again, Hampton was 95% owned and picked up for 407. And Corbin Burns, ownership was over 90%. And he went in two leads for 356 and 256. And just noticed that a lot of the bidding for guys who have high ownership tend to be close bids and with high bid amounts. I'll hop back over to the players that are in the 75 and plus percent range of ownership in the main event. And look at Matt Boyd first. He's 90%. He had a two start this week. One more start coming up. It'll probably be indicative of where he's going to go from there. Either he'll be dropped in more leagues or his ownership will go to 100%. If he has a good start, I have to think it'll go back up to 100. Clark Smith is at 97% owned. Yadier is at 85%. He might be coming back soon from COVID. Manuel Margot is heating up. He's at 74%. Casey Mize at 80. Tyler Molly is at 87%. Craig Kimball 80%. Jack Cool 85%. Jordan Lyles 87%. He might be dropped after he had the second terrible start this week, which is most likely because I started him. And then we have Will Smith, the relief pitcher. He's at 87%. I, ju- I noted him because I just think he's a little too high at this point. Melanson looks locked into the guy. Will Smith, I think, is for next year when Melanson becomes a free agent. But so that's that. Just realize that in the players in that range, you might be getting into a little bit of a bidding war. So now we're just going to look at some two-start Early two-start looks for next week. Might be a little early. Things might change. But you can definitely start doing some digging. See if you like these matchups. 
there are not a lot of great options out there. Brad Keller, though, is sitting out there at 87% owned. He just came off a great start. He's going against the Cardinals and the White Sox. We have Brett Anderson, who also had a good start yesterday. He's going against Cincinnati and Pitt. And we have Stephen Brault on the Pirates. He's looked like he might be getting stretched out to a good point now where he can pick up some wins. He's pitching better. He's got the White Sox and the Brewers. The rest of the guys are pretty risky. Patrick Sandoval, Trevor Richards, Tanner Roark, Chase Anderson, Alex Young, Kyle Wright, Tommy Malone, Castellani. Again, not a super attractive two-start list. But if you need some pitching, if you need some strikeouts, or if you think you have a good shot at grabbing a win or a good matchup, Obviously, these are guys you may have to look at. Obviously, we're at the point of the season right now where you have to be pretty firm in how you're going to attack any stack categories that you're behind and that you're going to need to improve on. We'll look at some possible trade scenarios for the future and how that might affect some players. It looks like right now only the Mariners, Pirates, and Red Sox are really truly out of the playoff picture and are going to be in sell mode. Um maybe even Texas as well. That might be interesting for Rafael Montero. He's entering some pretty controllable team years, and maybe they'll just trade him for something better than he is, and that role might just go to Hernandez, as a lot of people speculated on earlier in the year. With Seattle, we got D. Gordon, but he stinks. I don't see how any team can trade for him, and they wouldn't really improve his outlook anywhere that he goes. Josh Bell, we know, is arbitration eligible in 2021. Um, who knows if Pittsburgh just tries to move on from him and get something valuable in return. Boston, with Brandon Workman, is obviously serviceable. He's going to be a free agent next year. Maybe Boston gives him up some prospects that might move up Matt Barnes into the role. Uh, back to the Pirates real quick. You know, Nikila. Um, he's probably a pretty good target to get moved. We have Rich Rodriguez behind him and thrown with a 36% K rate right now and 3% walk rate. He's got extremely low Babbitt. That'll probably rise up and come down his effectiveness a little bit, but something to look at going forward. And that pretty much wraps up the episode for today. We'll be back at Saturday with another quick-hitting information blast about free agent bidding and lineups for next week. Two-star pitchers. Pretty much the same thing we discussed today, but obviously with the COVID world and a lot of stuff happening, we want to just retouch up on what we talked about today on Saturday. And hope you enjoyed this debut episode of the Main Event League podcast on the Pull Hitter podcast. If you're listening to this on a platform where you could rate or subscribe, please do so. Leave a review. It goes a long way in getting the Pull Hitter Podcast out. And you can hit me up on Twitter at Deadpool Hitter. That's my personal Twitter account. And then the Pull Hitter Podcast is also on Twitter at Pull Hitter Pod. You can check out the website at PullHitter.com. Should be some new content on there soon. And you can just always hit me up on Twitter, talk about baseball, talk about sports, anything in general. 
looking to network and like I've done already meet a bunch of cool people very smart people who are into the same thing that I'm into and looking to better my knowledge of fantasy baseball and be a better player overall and with that being said we'll sign off right now we'll see you Saturday be kind to each other love one another be better than you were yesterday See you guys later. Pull hitter.